G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, we're on to a particularly interesting topic today, and that is the issue of evil. And is it God's fault that there's evil and suffering in the world? Well, there's a fabulous youth resource site called fervor.net, and there's a bunch of talented young contributors who are answering some of these tricky questions and especially framing their responses for young people. Candace Colgan is one of those contributors, and she's joining us today. She's part of a church in Melbourne called City on a Hill. Three campuses, around a 1,000 people across those three campuses. Candace, welcome to 2020. Thank you, Neil. When it comes to this question of evil, Candice, uh, I guess young people are interested in this, and for some people it's something that becomes a blockage to them when they're talking about faith. That's correct. Um, a lot of people find that the existence of evil is completely contradictory to the existence of God, primarily because the way God is or is presented is someone who is loving and all-knowing and all-powerful, which means he's capable of eradicating evil altogether. So the fact that it still exists in this world is, for a lot of people who don't subscribe to the Christian faith, or any faith in particular, a huge stumbling block. For them, it suggests that uh, Christians are either worshipping a monster or, quite simply, that we are deluded. So it is a question that uh, comes up a lot, not only in youth ministry, but also in everyday life as we continue to live in this increasingly secular world. So let's talk about evil. What is evil and where did it come from? So the origins of evil, I suppose it's not specifically spelt out in the Bible. It simply suggests that even before God created the world, evil already existed, and evil existed because of the existence of Satan. I suppose when God created the world, evil didn't exist at the time. And there were suggestions that God intended to protect humanity from evil by instructing Adam not to eat of this particular fruit from the tree of good and evil. God specifically told Adam that if he ate this fruit, he would surely die. And we all know that Adam ate the fruit anyway, and from then on, his eyes became open to the distinction between good and evil, and as a result, began to make choices that continue to allow evil to exist. And I would argue that evil exists because we, as his descendants and as sinful human beings, continue to make choices that allow evil to exist in this world. Okay, so choices that go beyond Adam and Eve, choices that we make today. So when we make a choice to do something that is against God, we're opting for allowing evil. Is that what you're saying? Yes, to an extent. I would say that sometimes we make really small choices that seem quite trivial, but can exhibit itself enormously. So some of the examples that I referred to in my article in Fervor suggest that uh, I referred to when perhaps we make the choice to um, focus on the differences that we have with other human beings. So rather than choosing to live in harmony in the presence of these differences, we choose to focus on the difference and create conflict as a result of this difference. So for example, if we 
choose not to treat another person the same way because he or she is of a different race or when we choose to bully a schoolmate is another example that I referred to in my article um, or when we are disdainful of other people because of the way they look or the food choices that they make. And this choice can, I suppose, can have huge consequences when we look at particular crimes such as racial discrimination, when people are killed because of their beliefs and their religion and their race. So I would argue that evil can exist because of the seemingly small choices that we make every day as sinful human beings. Some of them, of course, don't necessarily result in evil, but some of them can result in significant cruelty and suffering in this world. So when we see a lot of the suffering that goes on around us uh, because it is a result of moral evil, really it comes down to people that have made choices and there are consequences from those. And we are all open to making choices that are bad and bring uh, consequences that would bring suffering to others. Okay, so God allows suffering uh, to show us what? Is he trying to teach us a lesson when there is suffering that's going on around us? Earlier in our conversation today, I referred to how when God created the world, evil existed, but death, pain, and suffering did not. Death, pain, and suffering came into this world as a result of sin. And by allowing evil to continue, God is showing us that we have been separated from him because of sin. Another reason why God has continued to allow evil to exist in this world is to teach us enormous um, good characteristics to strengthen us and grow us as Christians. He allows evil to continue so that he can teach us strength in the same way that a military captain will put us through, put his men through really, really hard situations to simply increase their resistance and their endurance. We too as Christians are being refined through the existence of suffering. Another reason is for us to learn the trait of humility, to realize that we need so many things in this world to continue to live, such as health, um, water, food, and most importantly, God, and for us to realize that without Him, uh, we can't live a full life. The third thing that I was referring to in respect of why God allows evil to exist is because He sometimes uses it to as a path for people to come to Him for salvation. There have been many instances in the Bible and I can see a number of instances in my life as well, as well where I can see that God has allowed something evil to happen so that people are brought to him. Sometimes the effects are very direct and very clear, and sometimes they are very indirect and very subtle and gentle. However, in all of those situations, one there's just one underlying theme that goes through them, and it is that God has allowed evil so that we can... I suppose that people can come to him and that we can also glorify him. So when we talk about evil, our own choices can bring about evil, but evil can also be used because we're victims of evil to bring about some qualities in us. And you mentioned strength and humility and even God allowing suffering to save lost souls because people become aware that there is evil and there must be some sort of answer. So God will eventually remove pain and suffering. Is that something we would ascribe to as a great hope that we might all have for the future? I would say so. I would say that to people who are struggling with this issue or who are going through evil and suffering right now, is that for them, first of all, to fix their eyes on God and not to lose sight of Him. He knows every single one of us intimately. He knows what we're going through and He loves us deeply. 
also, apart from that, it's important for us to know that we're made to glorify Him and that we shouldn't lose hope. We must continue to realize that Jesus has promised to wipe every tear from every eye and to end death, pain, and suffering. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. He is there to love and care for us, and His love for us is bigger and greater than all we'd ever hope and dream for. So I would suggest that to people who are struggling with this issue to really hang on to that, trust His will and His purpose, to draw close to their, uh, to their friends and family and to the Christian community, and to find that through all this, God is in control. And when we can't see His plan or His actions, really, all we can do is to trust His heart and His will and His purpose. Well, we've been talking about evil and our guest, Candace Colgan, who is a part of a church called City on a Hill in Melbourne and is a contributor to the youth resource website called fervor.net. Candace, just great talking and thanks very much for sharing your heart and, uh, of course, all that detail and the study that you've done on this issue and uh, you're able to impact young people's lives. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you as well, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.